if and when to recite Parakshira. Parakshira is not mentioned in the Shulchan Aruch. That much is clear. This leads many to conclude that there is no reason to put aside time to recite it. But this is a false conclusion. The Torah is not a computer code set of rules. It was given to thinking and intelligent people. So we have to think and apply logic to the mitzvahs. We have what is called the fifth Shulchan Aruch, to understand what to do in any given situation. The Vilna Gaon actually explains that the 613 mitzvahs are really roots to the full undefinable spectrum of mitzvahs, of, of how a Jew is meant to think and act. And it's actually logical that subjects should serenade their king. It's logical that we should say Parakshira, that we should sing to Hashem. And this is the song of the, this is the song of the creation. Furthermore, more technically, singing to Hashem is actually an explicit mitzvah of the Torah. We say it twice daily in Shema. The word le'avdoi, to serve Hashem, popularly means to pray to Hashem. But there are actually two other Midrashic interpretations. One is to serve Hashem through Torah. And the Midrash brings a third interpretation that means to serve Him through Shira. Yes, we are commanded to sing to Him and we are to remind ourselves twice daily in the Shema, that we have a mitzvah to sing to Hashem, and this includes Parakshira. That's how important it is. However, this source does not specifically refer to Parakshira, of course. There are many other ways in which we sing to Hashem, like Psukhita Zimra. And regarding Psukhita Zimra, in fact, the Sefer Yim Tzachayim, by Rabbi Chaim Falaji, he writes that the third Halaluka in Psukhita Zimra, he writes that this capital is a source, the source and the open route to Parakshira. Because it too calls on all the beings of the world to sing to Hashem. And I would therefore assume actually that even just by reciting this third aluka in Shachris, a person has effectively recited Parakshira, at least to a certain extent. And uh, so we anyway we anyways have in our Psukit Zimra, the we have Shira, we have Shira inside our day anyways, particularly this third Halaluka. And interestingly, Rabbi Shimshon Pinkus actually used to encourage people to say this Halaluka with particular kavana, in order to awaken the world to praise its Creator. Still, still the Perak Shira is definitely a very important Shira, and and it's part of the mitzvah to sing to Hashem. When should it be said? Ideally speaking, the Mabit, who is a Rishon and a Sefer Basil of Kim, he writes that it should be recited every morning when the experience of the world is most felt, that everything is new. And this is also the time when all the beings say their Shira. Like the birds, for example, they're called Tsipurim. Why? Because they sing Bitsafra in the morning. That's the Ramban writes. The Commentary Knafler Nanim writes that the Achronim included Parakshira in the Siddur in order for it to be cited daily. While the Elia Rabba, he reports that the custom in his time, there was a custom to divide its recital throughout the week 
into six parts. And he contends that this is a sufficient fulfillment of that which they say in the beginning of Perikshir, because he's Isaac. He doesn't have to say the whole thing to be Isaac in it. So he divided it out throughout the week. So those are a few different shitas, but largely it it's appears to be that the, it appears that it should be said ideally every day in the morning. If not, it would seem that it should be said before night because the same way that Bismikdash they sing Shira over the korban during the day, and and uh, also by Shira Sayam, by the song of the sea, they didn't sing at night. They waited until the morning in order to sing the song. So, it seems that day is the fitting time for singing, ideally. Some, however, feel, and they could be their right, that it is a bit for them. It's more important that they use the time to learn. This may be so. A person has to understand and know himself, where to put his focus, what, what does it for him. Um. How, should, how, how is he meant to use his time? But one point should be made that there's a tremendous bracha that a person receives when he says Perek Shira, like it's mentioned in, in the introduction. And one of the elements of this bracha is blessing in one's learning, and to remember one's learning. So it follows that the time a person spends on Perek Shira, which is really not so much, will, will give him a lot more merits of time that he'll be able to use to learn afterwards. Similarly, the Chasim Sofer, it was said, used to dive in a great length. And his colleagues commented to him, would it not be better for him to use the time to, to learn more? And he told them that we are taught that a person who dives lengthily merits correspondingly to a lengthy lifetime. And then when he has this longer lifetime, he'll have this extra time to, to, uh, to use that time to, to learn, to make up for that time he spent davening. So too, with regarding Perakshira, it is an investment, we could say, that pays for itself. The person has to know, should he say Perakshira every day, or, or when he can, or should he suffice with perhaps the third Hallelujah? But I think everyone should, to put it in one calculation, what a person has to, has to know is, to, just to look at it the way it is, the world was created to recognize and to praise its maker. When we sing Parakshira, the whole world sings. It's a very great thing. It's a tremendous thing. Although one may argue that it's not an obligation to do so, but could he be certain that he would otherwise use this period of time for something more important, more constructive, and more desirable to Hashem than to recite Parakshira and make the whole world sing? the purpose of creation? This is the question that one has to answer.